Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. thought maybe I was a lesbian. <laughs> All the thoughts you're thinking, but not saying. This is just a potty for us to chew the fat, bitches to bitches. Stacey and I will go ham. Coming up this app. I was out on a date with a girl and she said, you remind me of somebody that I was with a while ago who I hated. Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, <laughs> Stacey June and Christy Mercer. You're listening to Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girl, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer, welcome on over. Oh, hi well, guys. Have a seat. Have a, yeah, have a sit down and I, let's have a yarn. Let's have a sit on my grey couch and talk about that for a second because I haven't got rid of it yet. Wait, wait, wait. This is your comfy couch. Yes. <laughs> but I thought that was what you were doing because remember when you asked me this question out of the blue, you're like, do you pick me for one of those people that would have a matching couch? I was like, what the fuck? I was like, yeah, I guess. And you're like, yeah, that's where you're wrong. <laughs> Because I'm not the kind of person, and my friend Billy said, I'm not. And I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. Shut up, Christy. This is a terrible <laughs> conversation to be telling people. Because you've got one big, fat, grey, comfy one that's yeah. beautiful and old and squishy, and then you've got, like, a nice-looking new one that's, mm. like, not that comfortable. No. That's I mean, brown. It's still comfy, but it's not to the it's not the width. It doesn't go back no. as thick. Like, this guy, you could you could get two people long ways on there. You know, like comfortable. It's like what we spoke about a couple of weeks ago on the podcast when you hug, you know, like a big person that's got a bit, bit more meat around the edges, like your grandma or an auntie or something. It feels yeah. squishy and nice. Yeah, it's whereas true. Whereas the other one's very slender. Yeah. So you're doing lots of be like Pilates. hugging me. <laughs> How you describe yeah, hugging me is like a bone you're bone. a stick. Oh. <laughs> I, want to, I need to nuzzle my nose in there sometimes just to get a bit of meat. Hey, I've got boob, mate. You do so have I boob. can give you some cushion yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, we are two chicks talking thoughts you're thinking but not saying every week on this podcast but also on our radio show, How Lucky Are We? Or more likely, How Lucky Are You? Oh. <laughs> you get us everywhere. Um, <laughs> There's no we, escape. We have tried to get this particular chicky D for a while. Mm. Um, you may recognise her voice from Offspring. She's also been in a truckload of Aussie stuff, amazing stuff, house husbands, underbelly neighbours, the in excess stuff that never oh, terrorized but so was good. fucking epic. Yeah, I yeah. loved it. Um, we are talking about Jane Harbour who joins us. Hey, girl. Hi. Hi. Hi, Jane. So, How are a, you? You've got such a calm nature. Yeah. <laughs> Do I? Yeah. Is that, yeah, just very chill, very relaxed. Is that just actually you? Is that you, really? This is, this is pretty much me. That's it excellent. is. I mean, no, I get I get anxious sometimes, rarely, mm-hmm. but sometimes I do. Even when you're excited, do you talk like this? <laughs> this is me at my most excited right now. I freaking love that. So Has there, have there ever been people that are like, look alive, Jane, like get amped, and you're like, I am, this Constantly. is just me. Yeah. Constantly. I think you know I, what's funny? Yeah. I, I do voice I do voiceovers and my constant note is, <laughs> could you just be more excited about the product? More could you up. just... And more mm, up, and I'm like, mm. if you wanted excited voice, 
don't hire me. Yeah, 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 right. But I think it, you can still bring that if you're doing your job correctly. You don't have to be right. excited around it outside it of it. Yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. I'll work on that. Work on that. <laughs> I didn't mean that. <laughs> Just giving well, a bit of directing here. We there. Are. Here we are. You know what? I'm excited to leave this show. I'm very excited. I believe it with your oh, voice too. Exactly. Fucking hell. I, yeah, all right, whatever. I'm not going to get out of it. But it's obviously not what I meant. Um, no, I know. But we are thrilled to have you on the show, believe it or not. Um, and if you haven't listened to the show before and you found us maybe through Jane, um, who you can check out on Twitter and Instagram, and you guys are doing a project, what, Cat Stewart, Diana Glenn and yourself, but I haven't got any details on this project. Is it a secret project? It's, it's not really, it's not terribly secret. Also, the three of us aren't great at keeping secrets. Um, but we did get some, we got some funding from um, Screen Australia from the Gender, Ma- Gender Matters um, initiative that they started. Which Amazing. Was, oh, yep. so good. Yeah, yep. such yeah, a good yeah. initiative. So good. And it just was wonderful because it allowed us to kind of uh, get into a writing room, um, collaborate with um, two writers and come up with a pilot um, for a TV show, a comedy series that we're doing. Um so that's just. I do know. not know about oh, this. This, this is, is very. When, when's that like? When's that coming when's out? Or happening? we can talk about it more. Very. Is it happening? Yeah. Is it soon? When, when, when it all comes to fruition and all of the things, I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah, I will do. have to post it on a page well, when, then, we, when, he, when we have more of a sneak peek. Yeah, and you can come on the show and bloody plug it away. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> great, great yeah. news. We'll reenact some scenes from it in a very excited way. Yeah, well. Well, Stacey's at No, a, I much prefer you not excited. I just <laughs> got a bit bit uh, tongue-tied. Well, Stacey's doing an acting you know, course, so she'll be right up, up her alley. Chrissy, it's my it's hobby. Real... I'm doing it on the side and she brings it up like I'm a five-year-old girl. No, I don't. Are I you? congratulate you on it. I think it's very, I'm really doing, good. I'm uh, doing the Screen Actors course at NIDA, the year, Great. the Saturday one, yeah. But I, I don't know. I wanted to. I just wanted to do something that wasn't tied creatively to a pay packet. But you get weird when I bring yeah. it up because I think it's an awesome thing. I but you're embarrassed. All, I know you get embarrassed, but I bring it up on purpose because I'll be like, <laughs> say things like, oh, well, Stacey will be able to – because, you know, you'll be able to teach us from your acting stuff. Well, no, I'm not. But I, I genuinely. I mean, I'm up to improv, mate. There's I know, but lot. I genuinely mean it. I'm not trying to be a smart ass. I know. But then I just get defensive because I feel so vulnerable. <laughs> I'm trying to yeah. work. I'm working on that. I'm working on that. Acting classes make you feel vulnerable. And they you're doing do. stuff you never would normally do around another sane human. Where yeah. they're just like, you pretend, you know, spirit animals and dream workshops and mm. blah, blah, blah. Like, it's very. And it makes you feel vulnerable. I get it. Yeah, and it's but it's nice. It's a really nice place to be. It's the right time in my life to be doing that. I'd like. I'm kind of activating that in all areas of my life, which I've covered a lot on this mm, podcast. Mm. The word vulnerability. Um, so That's speaking, wonderful. Yeah, it's nice. Um, speaking of the podcast, uh, let's do a quick contents about what we want to yarn about, um, and then get stuck in. Uh, oh, actually, Jane, did we even figure out what? Oh, yeah, yeah what do you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can the, you give us your head? One, give yeah. us your headline of what you want to bring today, Jane. I was just—I've been talking about it with a friend. It's just kind of the red flags that you don't listen to when you're in the beginning of a relationship. I mean, the first kind of couple of dates, even when they say something. I'm just giving the headline, yeah. That's just yep. the headline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just the yeah. red flags that love we don't it, love it. Yeah. yeah, so many people Very miss, good. So miss the headline, mo- yeah. the memo. And they just, just dive straight in yeah. and we're like, where do we interject? <laughs> you don't. You yeah. just stop. Yeah, um, she, she fucking gets it. All right, good. I, <laughs> I want to talk about um, 
uh, the advice that you give that you should be taking on board yourself and how sometimes it's mm. so ironic and there's someone in my life that I love very much that feels like every time they give advice they're talking to themselves but then never take the actual advice. I want right. to talk about or ask the question more importantly, do we know what a G-spot feels like? Yes oh. would be the answer. Because I, I challenge that anyone could and I have since. You've been schooled. Yes, I have been mm-hmm. schooled. Um, so I want to bring that in and let's all talk about it because if I didn't know, chances are someone else didn't. Hey, Jane, being our guest, do you want to kick off your gem? Oh, I thought you were going to ask me, do you want to kick off talking about G-spots? And I was like, yeah, I do. We can do that. If, we can start no, with no, that no. if you like. Will, it's up to you. Yeah. Ball's in your court, babes. All right, great. Um, no, okay, I'll, I'll kick it off by saying I have been on a few dates in my life where people have said certain things and I have ended up in relationships with these said people, i.e. I was on a date with a guy. He seemed incredibly lovely. Um, And then at the end of, end of the date, he didn't, he was like, Oh shit, I I forgot my my wallet. Oh Oh, no. But that happened on all three dates. All three (gasps) dates we went on. It wasn't, it was like, Oh, my credit card. Oh my blah, blah, blah. Oh, something's happened. And I still was like, yes, let's do this. Let's Even on the really third get... time, was there not something third that clicked time... where you go, hey, this has happened before? Yeah, I, I clicked. I was I was like, okay, this guy's got a thing about money. He's not that generous. I'm still in. Like, don't do that. That was ridiculous. I was very young. I but had that. Well, one... that happened to me last, I reckon, mm. what, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I was telling a story on air about when he didn't pay for the ice cream. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, but I'm still giving him a go. I actually did this. In front of the country, you said, saying, but no. Then you convince yourself you're like it's not a deal. It's not I a deal said, breaker I because said, six months ago it would well, have been. My lesson was things early on can't be deal breakers because I, you know. But then the next, I didn't tell you this. Then oh the my next god! Time we what? Because I would have slaughtered you. Well, I got slaughtered after that. P.S. Yeah, yeah. The Facebook messages. The girl was like, "Wake up, lady! Like <laughs> this is actually a listener. Wake up, lady! Here's a tight ass, not for you. I'm like, whoa. And so whoa. then, Thank um, you. then I went out with him again, and he got the second shout. But I just noticed how quick I am to get my wallet yeah. versus quick. And then I was like, no, no, I no, think I've, I no. think I've ignored it here, like you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my brother was like, just next time, don't, I'm, I'm keeping your purse at home. Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm stealing it from you. Another one was, I, I was out on a date with a girl, and she said, you remind me of somebody that I was with a while ago who I hated. <laughs> <laughs> like, when I look what? into your eyes, that's what I say. Your eyes reminded me of someone I was with a while ago who I hated. How do you even respond to that? I was like, that's really sexy. <laughs> That's how I responded. <laughs> no, you really did. That what was a your actual say, response. What a thing to say no, to somebody on a date. Response, like, I was just like, I don't. No, we just kissed. I was like, I oh. don't even know what. To, I didn't know where to go from it. Well, I, I didn't want, know where to go. What do you say? Like, I don't know. Like, who is like, that person? What did you like about them? Uh, were they great eyes? Like, what <laughs> What do you. I, I don't know. I mean, she was admittedly quite unwell, but. I didn't know what to say to it. These are the red flags, but I still went ahead and continued any kind of relationship with Why, like, why you, would I do that? Well, I think I think you do it because you want because you want to see the good. I'm putting up and my hand though here. Do you think it's a, a fe- do you think it's more of a um, feminine trait? Oh, where what? Where you kind of single out the bad stuff and focus on the good? I think it is. I really? think it is. Yep, I don't throw that out all the time, but I do. I think that 
guys, when their light is on, especially if they're looking for a relationship, mm-hmm. um, it's very off most of the time. Whereas I think girls meander away through, oh, we might see how I feel. I might yeah. just date a bit. I might get company. I might have intimacy. I might not be ready. I might be ready. There's a lot of different lights with chicks. Jeez. And I, I think that we um, we aren't always, A, clear on what we want, mm-hmm. and B, we do. I think we have a tendency to look. To see what you want to see more. Or for the good. Yeah. For the good, yeah. Winners. I also think it's that lust, that blind kind of thing, that if you want to be with somebody, your brain automatically switches off at moments that they say things you don't like. It's interesting. Yeah, I was at this book. Yeah, do you think as a flag and then you ignore that or what do you mean? Do you mean that that's I, the flag? I, I think that probably at the time somewhere in your subconscious you're like, well, hey, that's a massive red flag, get out. But it's not until you're out of the situation that you register that was a thing that you should have listened I to. I do think yeah. you need to work towards getting out though. I, I think that for me dating and what I learned was it was just as important for me to put my hand up and bow in as it was to bow out. Yes. So there's a funny balance because I think sometimes people are too in and are like, no, I need to really put my hand up and get out there, but then not to all lengths because Mm -hmm. if you've got an idea of what you want – you should be able to say, no, I'm bowing out here too. Because then the longer you leave it, the harder it kind of is, you know, because then you almost have to stick by the decision that you've seen this per- person in a different way. Are you dating with an idea of maybe something more long-term, Jane, or are you dating because, I don't know, that's what you're doing and you're having a good time? I date I'm, – I'm te- look, I'm, I'm kind of bad at that because I, I go on – I don't have a, a – plan I don't necessarily have a future kind of plan and I go with what feels right but often that that's what I'm saying I think I don't trust my gut a lot mm. well if you don't um, have any do. direction it's hard for you to be steering it back to compare it to other but stuff that doesn't too, mean yeah. you need to have it mm. but at the same time mm. I think that's what would make it harder like it would mm. be way harder for you to be able to pick up those red flags if you don't really know what you're going in for you know what I'm going in for yeah you know what that's not true I I, I am I go in it for a, a long, I want a long, committed, lovely. Say it. Scream yeah. that out yeah, loud, yeah, yeah, lady. Yeah. Scream it to what, the Do you crowd. reckon sometimes you're scared to say that in case you don't get it? Oh, I think that's a, I think we all want that. I mean, I, don't we? Isn't I, that think yeah, I think so. I, I've become, I've, and I've, comfort and like yeah. someone's amazing. And I've come to that conclusion. Life, that everybody wants that, that even human, though they don't say yeah, it. Oprah yeah. says it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a human, it's just built in you and you, you can deny it all you mm. want or you can be at different times mm. where you might want that less and more, but yeah. overall, yeah. I think mm. when I'm talking about those situations, those red flags that I've had when I was a, a lot younger, I wasn't going into it with any kind of idea of what I wanted. Mm. Now but, I feel differently. I think on the thing that you, the point that you made, Stace, where women sometimes can do that more, it can be more of a female trait. I do think sometimes you as a woman are the fixer and sometimes you like to be that person to, you know, if there's a bad boy and you're the one to change him or like there's somebody that's scared of commitment, you will be the person that will like change that person's mind on commitment. I think there is this element sometimes of being able to be the one person that's a bit different in their life than they've ever had before. I think people are taught that, Mm. you know, you're taught that at home in like 
not great examples a lot mm. of the time. I think I certainly know that that's what I am looking for the least. <laughs> I, wing, I want absolutely someone that is ready to go, yeah. that maybe can teach me a few things. Mm. But it was funny yeah. because I, yeah, I, I want, I want, I did try that and I learned the yeah. wrong, the hard way. Um, so now I want the absolute, and there are plenty of men out there that have their shit together. Like yeah, there plenty. Are. Plenty. Yeah. Um, it's just about finding, you know, the right click, really. Mm. But I think a lot of the time uh, when you grow up seeing that, yeah. you think that that's mostly what's on offer. It's not. It is not. And mm. I'm saying that to any chick that's thinking that now. Mm. It's not. Mm. There I are plenty that, of dudes out there that can get their shit together. I have that worry of that kind of – that. I, I have had the worry of – Going, being with somebody who's safe and kind and all of the things and you have that love and then where does the desire go and am I going to be in this kind of boring relationship? That's like this just, feeling of having to pick either or? Yeah, when yeah. you shouldn't have that. I mean, mm-hmm. That shouldn't be the thing. It should mm-hmm. be that we can amalgamate the two. Mm. Absolutely. And some will be more heightened than the others at times. Mm. But just as you think I need that generally if you're in a good flow, and this goes for when you're on your own or in a relationship, when you're in flow, that should kick in just about the time you need it. You know, because mm. you won't always need heavy what desire. The ele- what the element of well, their personality Yeah, there too. might be some times where compla- complacency and comfort is nice. And then just as you – if you're in a good flow – you know, just as you're looking for desire, it'll hit in the face. Like it'll just, yeah. that's about making sure you're working on things every day. Too. Do you think, I reckon sometimes yeah. too, it's the the depth of how know you uh, of how well you know yourself and what you want as well too. With the red flag, absolutely. Yeah, with the red flag thing where you go, yeah. I don't know, you walk around thinking that this is the type of person that I want or this is the type of person that I need right now and... I don't know. Sometimes it's absolutely not, but you've kind of been told or you think, oh, that's where I lack, so I need somebody to be kind of counter to that. And yeah. I was at this uh, a couple of weeks ago at this Buddhist class and she was talking about, uh, the monk was talking about delusions and how, you know, we can see things through these like weird goggles sometimes that aren't that aren't true. John Lennon Rosie's. Yeah, the yeah. rose, the <laughs> rose-coloured glasses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> start in fashion right now. Insta chic. I have the Ray Bans. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Oh fuck! I not yeah, rose, but oh, yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, and she was talking about and the example that she used. She's like, you know, when you first are with somebody in a relationship and they are amazing, like everything they do, you love everything they're about that you love. You are simply seeing them like a, a racehorse with those little flaps around the eyes. You're only seeing the good stuff, and sometimes to even the point of having to prove that to other people in your life where they don't believe that that person's so good but there's this yeah. constant thing where you're like no no you need they no, just were off their game not. or no I tr- trust me they're this type of person or she's that type of person and she's like sometimes you know a bit into the relationship you start thinking this person has changed you know who are they this is not the person that I fell in love with you're ABCDE and when we were first together you are you were all of the opposite of those things and she's like People don't change. That person hasn't changed. It's just what you're deciding to see has changed. And you're mm. d- and now you're seeing them for who they that's actually why, really and are. And that's why I think it's really important to be wide-eyed and bushy-tailed mm. at the beginning. Mm. You've yes. got to be looking at w- what are you really looking at, what is really being presented and making sure. I mean, I'm at early stages of, you know, kind of that will be me going into a relationship and looking at those things and I am trying my hardest to be as alert 
as possible. Not to the point yeah. where you're looking for problems, but just so you know what you get, you know, mm. you know what you're mm. in and, for. Mm. And then the red flags as well, I find interesting the ones that you should say that, you know what, that's just another person that's just there and I should be okay with that. Like what are the red flags that you go, uh, sure, if someone says I'm really bad with communication, that's a red flag that, you know, you, it might not work. But I, the relationship's probably not going to work. But if there's one that, that you should allow and that just because you're two different people and your relationship's probably going to be very good and you should and you should let that red flag go. That's a pink flag. That's a workable. That's a, pink flag. That's a workable. Yeah. And the way yeah. you can work out the colours is by knowing what you need first. Mm. Yeah. That's the key. Yeah. Your values. Yeah. Listen to the show because we're going to do a lot of stuff on values over the next couple of months, actually. Mm. We're doing a whole big thing on it. Of of everyone's looking for types and everyone's looking external for, you know, to try and – but no one's going enough and figuring out what their own life is first mm. before you're trying to match up with someone else. Well, half the time you don't even know. No. Nah. You, nah. you can't even answer that question in yourself. So stay tuned. We, stay should, tuned. Be, we should be writing down our values, putting yep. them – Writing them down, writing down everything that you want. Change my entire dating scope. Do you know what yours are, Jane? I do. I do. Yeah. I get this. I, I write down things like that constantly of kind yeah, of what same. I want. And they evolve too, don't areas. they? Yeah. yeah, I think for me as well, like I didn't used to think that kindness was that important. You know, I wanted someone with a sense of humor and charismatic and uh, kindness and honesty. I mean, just so important and generosity is one of those I think also the ways I learned mine were also to think about what I do for people as well like I'm quite a generous person so I I deserve that back so Mm. you know making sure that you've got values of not just what you aspire to have but also knowing what you're giving Mm. and if you're going to get annoyed that you're not getting that back yeah making sure you know that Mm. too Mm. and generosity my kinesiologist pointed that out she goes generosity is not on your list and I was like she's like and I would think that you would Mm. need that here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Being you. And I was like, yeah. interesting, because she goes, you're the person that's thinking of everyone before yourself. Mm. She's like, so you're going to need someone to be generous for it to work because they're going to be needing to think about you too. Mm. Um, yeah, definitely. And passionate. And, and, passionate and a generous lover. Living. You need that. Yeah. Oh. You don't want some guy, you know, two pumps and they're out. Like, let's face oh, it. Oh, no, that's horrific. Yeah. That's just Terrible. <laughs> that's shocking. Don't what a life. Well, what some, people, life is some people are living it. A non-generous lover. It exists out there. <laughs> I was sleeping with a guy last year that was like that. What do you mean? Such a good catch, such a good guy, but just very, very involved in his own climax. (laughs) Would he ever ask you? No. And then about the third time in, I went, we've got a problem here. I hate it when there's that question where it's like, do you want to? Do you want to come? (laughs) To girls. Well, yeah. yeah. Did I ask you? No, but you did. (laughs) Like this isn't like a, you have to ask for it beforehand. Do you want to as in, do you want to come? Do you want to come? Do you want a climax? 
It's like, do, why are you, what are we what kind of why are you asking me? I've been asked that before and I was like, it just made me so uncomfortable. I said, no. Uh, I said, no, I'm fine. I'm like, of course I'm doing, doing that. Like, honestly. Don't make me say it. I reckon the girls are over sharers. Wait till you see them on Snapchat. <laughs> see what goes down behind the scenes. Follow the Thinker Girls on Snapchat. I want to bring you into the, oh, yeah, the conversation, yeah. the G-spot. Uh, now, look, we're all quite familiar with what it feels like, I'm sure, in terms of in ourselves. But what I was surprised about mm. is a little fact that you told me yeah. about a week ago on our radio show that I wholeheartedly did not believe. Please explain. Can you just tell me actually what Zane, your boyfriend, described the G, your G-spot to feel like? He described my G-spot and he said that as I'm about to climax, he said it feels rough like a cat's tongue. So almost like bumpy, a little bit grippy. And I've just that's just always been something in the back of my mind that I've known. And then when I said that to you, you said, yes. I'm calling bullshit. There's no such thing. As if that's true, Zane has okay, not wait. felt your G-spot. I'm right here. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I didn't say. <laughs> I got passionate. I, I didn't say it's not true. I said I don't think he, that that's what it would feel like. I was like, a cat's tongue. Also, you and your boyfriend fucking take the piss out of everything. So I was like, also don't know when to believe him, to be honest. Like, he's always trying to trick me. He always Every is. Every time yeah, we're looking, out. He's looking for a rise. He's always like, you know, like they call me 85 names. But like, they're like, Ranger, like, look at this and says a story and I'll just believe him. So I never know what to believe. So I was like, cat's tongue, my ass. Anyway. Oh, for the love of God! Because that vi- there was that just... video that then put, got put on Facebook, and put, you were inundated. Oh yeah, people were like, "I feel so bad for you. You don't know what it feels like. You know, it does feel like a cat's tongue, does it? Discuss because what the fuck? And what am I missing? And maybe I am one hundred percent missing out here because I did not know that the G spot feels like a cat's tongue. Can you feel it in them or is it just them well, guys no, to well, girls? I've never been with a girl, so I don't know what another girl's feels like and I don't know what my own feels like. But I'm I not only about- I only know what my boyfriend has told me that mine feels like. But I've never myself felt it. Jane, feel free to weigh in at any point. Yeah, I don't know. Guys, yeah. Like I think it is I think I I have been with women and it does feel kind of rough. <laughs> Oh You've been proven God. wrong, lady. In every way. Oh. In every way. I'm obsessed with this. It's like a small, very, very small area that is kind of just rougher than the, the rest of the area. This is excellent. Jane, does it An get excellent more? excellent foundation. Does it get, is it always rough or does it get rough at a certain point of like um, intimacy? No, I'm, I'm going to say it, it. it is kind of always. Always like that. Always like that. You know I what you need. Be, to... I could be wrong, but I could be wrong about that. But I feel like it is. I feel like you know what you need that. to do on the show tonight. You I... need to do a product recall and an, and a public apology. Okay, you need I've to looked up. Your it says I want to give some. I want to give. Well, it wasn't a statement. Put it in the paper. I mean, hello. I can only go by my own experience, Peter. Remember, the we've S. tried to do that before. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Put a public apology in the newspaper, but it got knocked back. <laughs> Well, I think we missed the deadline, but it was about Prince Philip, so it was stupid. Yeah. Um, but this this is the research that I've done. To I wanted to bring some research today, oh, believe it or not. The G-spot is a patch of flesh around the size of a 10-pence piece 
located around two to three inches up inside the vagina on the front of the vaginal wall, so the part closest to the stomach. Some women report that the tissue here feels different to the surrounding area, a little thicker, rigid or slightly rougher to touch (gasps) and that it plumps up when rubbed or when aroused. Fascinating. Have you ever felt your own? No. Oh yes, I, I reckon I have. With I reckon I have now that I know. I oh. reckon when it feels like it's rubbing, kind of like a like a vibrator is kind of going into your body a bit, like it's somewhere else. Does that make sense? Oh, not really. <laughs> You'd need one of those hook vibrators because it's on your stomach. Yeah, but you'd if have I, to push it forward. That's what for I'm doing. Ta- that's what oh, I'm doing. Okay. And laying on my stomach yeah. sometimes oh. and pushing it up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I figured yeah. it out. Yeah. <laughs> but I just haven't touched it with my own hands. No. no I've never touched mind. it with my own hands. No. No, no, no. Here we are. Yeah. Not having done that, all three of us. No, yeah. That's, You'd have to really well, get. maybe we should have some For homework. your own fingers, though, you would have to get on in on a real <laughs> angle. So They'd have to be. You'd have to have very long fingers. That's I what know, I mean. That it's, scenario. I'm pretty sure it's on the kind of angle where you'd need to almost be like hook from Peter Pan. <laughs> Like, you'd have to have a good angle on that shit, you know? It not sound fun. Like, hey, I've got my hook on. I'm just going to go and touch myself. And rip yourself apart. But, hey. I'm going to get my wh- fanny hook on. Wh- <laughs> See how oh, we go. Oh, no. That's another lesson. Maybe another. this is a – maybe TM, guys. TM. Yeah, this is an opening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shh, don't tell any more details. <laughs> This is painted. Jane, if we see you come out with this, we'll be after No, we'll you. bring her in. We'll bring her in. It's only fair. Thank you. Yeah. Generous, Christy, generous. Generous. Oh, that's the value we're practicing. I know. Generous, hey, I said it was me. Mercy's probably not so much, but we make a good pair in business. <laughs> Yeah, you do. That's it. With your fanny hook, you just killed me in business. Don't worry. We're bringing you I'm in my... I'm going to come out with my own. My own. <laughs> Chain Harbour. Who's it? But whose will be called Pussy Hook? <laughs> and it'll be yeah. our main competitor. <laughs> Pussy Hook takes over. Pussy's the apple to your Android. Bullshit. <laughs> we'll come back. Nah, Pussy Hook's way more marketable than Fanny Hook. Pussy Hook's hot. Yeah, Chrissy <laughs> loves the word Fanny. Fanny. It pisses me off. It's so like juvenile. It makes me feel uncomfortable to say, which is why I love saying it. But as a business idea, it's dead before Terrible it's even started. Fanny pack from the Enid Blyton books. Like, it's just not right. I'm coming out with Pussy Pack as well. <laughs> pussy Pack. I'm what's that do? What is, what's, what's Pussy Pack do? Just no, it's, a fa- it's a Fanny Pack. It's a bum bag. Oh, just to store the Pussy Hook. Very <laughs> good. Just store it. <laughs> it's a whole deal. <laughs> You yeah, can buy one. buy it all together. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but yeah. only if you pay on your credit card in five instalments. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. You're already in the Thinker Girls posse. Now let's make it Facebook official. Just search the Thinker Girls on Facey, Insta and Snapchat. Okay. Oh, well, you- let's bring this happy mood down for a moment. <laughs> Sure. I need to bring right. to table. Jane's voice is right on. <laughs> this I'm, regre- I'm regretting now. Make it could it be the downer at the end of the show. It's fine, mate. Take it down or not. Oh, seriously, guys. Okay, inside <laughs> voices. Um, I, uh, I have been thinking a lot about the advice that you give to other people that you often need to take yourself. I must. I've got to put my hand up here. Yeah. I do think we've covered this before on the podcast. <laughs> have we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, and you were channeling very similar things. 
I oh wasn't God. here then, if that helps. Should I bring something else up? No, 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 no. I think you need to talk about it. I think it's, it's very present in my life at the moment. It's um, it's my boyfriend. Yeah. He's he's. You know what? I will give him this. I I think he's one of the best advice givers. <laughs> he's very good at it. Like we bounce so much stuff off each other. Um, and he's such a good support like that. And particularly with his family too. Like I reckon in the last in the last couple of years, him living away, him him living interstate from his family, has kind of also opened up this space where he is often the person that's a little bit separate from the from the issue or the conversation that he can be that point of contact to get like an outsider's perspective to the point where his mum now that I'm like super close with is kind of my second mum. It, I won't say it annoyed me, but that when she said a couple of times, I was just calling Zane um, for his advice. There was something in me, and this is why I thought I need to talk about this. There's something in me that got a little bit fired up because I was like, I was thinking about it. I'm like, what is it that's triggering me getting a bit annoyed about that? Because he is a good advice giver. And it is the fact that he's an awesome advice giver, but he's awful at taking his own advice. Mm. And that's what I got annoyed about. I'm like, well, yeah, you're calling him for it, but it'd be nice if, if he could start taking some of it himself. Yeah. To the point where it's like so so ironic where there'll be things that he's giving someone in his life or family or mates or whatever advice that are actually exact exact pieces of advice or exact sentences that I've said to him that he flat out refuses to do or I feel like kind of goes in one ear and out the other that he then repeats to other people and I and that's what I find so frustrating and I feel I feel sometimes like it's in this weird twilight zone where he is sometimes when I overhear him on phone calls or I hear some of the stuff that he's that he tells me he said to other people that I'm like I feel like you are talking to yourself. I feel like you have chopped yourself in half and you're talking to the other half of yourself because you know deep down it's almost this self-projection stuff. It's this stuff that you yourself need to hear to take on board that then you kind of are in this space where you're repeating it to other people. And I don't I – don't, I, find, I find it very hard. I find it really frustrating because I know – I don't know, he'll realise that stuff when he needs to realise it. But there is kind of sometimes this disconnect where, um, I don't know, you can know something to be true and know that it is good advice and know that it's right to tell other people that are in your exact situation. Yet when it comes to taking it yourself, there's almost this kind of thing that doesn't click. I must say as well, I think as if you're aware of that and not t- speaking specifically about your me- about Zane, but I also know that if I'm aware that people aren't taking it themselves and even though they're giving it to me and it's very good, I find it very hard to take. Mm. So yeah, it is hard. I often will listen to people give me advice and I know that they should be really listening to it themselves and you sometimes think, and often I do that where I'm like telling a friend something and I'm like, I will say out loud, my God, I should be telling myself yeah. this. It's different if you're aware of it, but if you're kind of wrapping it up in a bow like this is what I think mm. you should do, and then deep down you're like, are you, cra- are you actually for real? Like mm. you, you kind of end up thinking, I don't even know if you're in a space where you can be giving that advice if you don't take it yourself. Because mm. I don't believe, unless you're trying and living on things yourself, that you can even, you should even be giving mm. advice, mm. to be honest. Yeah. Overall, it's just the way I, I see things. Because yeah, I agree. I think it's, um, you can't talk the talk if you're not doing the walk. Mm. Is that an actual thing? It's, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, it's very close. Yes. Yeah. Walking and talking. Yeah. Two birds, one stone. Yeah. I think the thing is, maybe once Zane listens to this particular podcast, he may <laughs> start taking the advice. 
I f- this is the awful thing because I often feel like I'm always criticising him or paying out on him and even when he does give good advice or says something good underlying because I feel so frustrated, right, it's such a build-up of so many years, I'll say little passive-aggressive things like, yeah, it's really good that you were able to say that and, yeah, you're so right. It'd be good if you maybe took some of that on board. Like it's always just this little – this, and I, f- I feel it more so in myself over the last – six months or so even more so coming out and I hate that I hate that I'm doing that of being like because being passive aggressive is still being aggressive like it's not a nice thing from is there someone in his life that he does take advice from um that's a very good question not really so maybe it's more that he just he can't take advice maybe that's something just in general that he he, has to work on yeah but yeah that he's Maybe I've never actually even thought about that. That's a really good point because to to an extent I think um, he listens to what I say but then also the action's not really there so it doesn't really count. There's actually – I don't actually think there's anyone in his life apart from maybe his mum and his dad that he would actually legitimately listen to and respect mm. enough to take that um, – on board even if he knows it to be true yeah, it's interesting because yeah. i think even thinking about it yourself for a second and taking it away from him think about the kinds of people that you take advice from there's a lot of people that throw it out a lot of people that are telling you things and even if you share you want to share stuff but they'll give you advice back and and i know I'll, often i'm hearing advice from people and i'm trying to connect with them but i'm certainly not walking away going that's what I'm going to do but there are people that I do and I know who they are and I trust them implicitly Mm. um but well yeah I trust them but I also I also make I might take different things from different people I know what you mean though there is there's a different weight it feels different when you're getting advice from somebody that you know that they've practiced it or are practicing it but no my point is also you've got to surround yourself with people that you want to take advice from that's yeah, the catch. So yeah, you may, yeah. may, he may, there may not be people that he, you know, that, that I know that the people that I want to take advice from are people that I do trust their opinions because they've, mm. but that then we're back in the same circle. I trust their opinions because they walk the walk. They've done it. Or, mm. or in that specific field they're doing, you know, that if they're very successful in, say, a relationship and they're giving relationship advice even across that, mm. both friends of mine are good at that, you know. Yeah. Um, mm. I had another question for you about that. Um, yeah. Do you – oh, no, it was more that it's kind of flattering that he does take your advice in that he doesn't take it on board himself, but he does repeat it to other people. So he obviously respects you and cares enough about your advice to think about it and then repeat it to somebody else later. So it has gone in on some level. Yeah, which I do appreciate and I get that it is he does respect it enough to repeat it to other people, right? But then I feel like that almost makes it more frustrating because I'm yeah. like it's getting through on some level, you're agreeing with it on some level, but then also completely not on another, on the, on the level of action, you know? And if it was that he completely disagreed with me and it's like I think you're, what you've said is bullshit and I disagree, I'd respect that more a bit because I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. I don't really know what I'm talking about. I'm just trying to offer my two cents. And if that doesn't work for you, that's fine. And if you say it doesn't, then that's perfectly fine. But there's this element of it being taken on board, processed, appreciated and respected enough to pass on to other people, but then not kind of taken on yourself. It's like Mm. this... 
yeah, it's this bit where it's just the last 10% doesn't work. Mm. Like mm. It, it's weird. It's and a I weird think, it's a weird I, place to be But in. I think advice and discussing things in relationships, whether it's friendship or relationships to any degree, will always be just that advice. Mm. Like in the end, you know, people will do what they want to do, you know, and that's what there's always an element of that no matter what relationship you're in. That's a yeah. piece of advice he gives out too. <laughs> What was that advice? I just thought it was a statement. That it's just advice. Oh, That's something that he says. Oh, shit. People only do things if they want to do them. I'm like, yep. Price <laughs> <laughs> oh, is tricky, you. Bicky. Yeah. Um, well, Jane, this has been bloody delightful. It's been very, very lovely. Oh, divine. Just we believe divine. you. We believe you. <laughs> And that's, that's good news. And that's really good news. Thank you. Oh, keep up the good work. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is a particular project that uh, we will, yeah, stay tuned on our Facebook page because we'll keep in touch with Jane and make sure that uh, yeah, we, we mm. definitely let everybody know when they've got things um, things to tell. And um, are you guys Thank shooting? Thank you so much for having me on the show. It's very lo- I, I really love your podcast and I think, but thank you for having me. Oh, oh thanks, Thanks Jane. for the time. Um, right. Jane Harbour on Twitter and Instagram. And is Offspring back in writing or are you shooting or where are you at? We've just started shooting. Okay. Yeah, Amazing. we've just started this week. So we've had all of the pre-production and we're, we're shooting this week. And, um, yeah, for the next kind of 13 weeks we'll be shooting. Congrats. What was your, like what, it's crazy that it's, it's just so successful. What was your nurse name again? Oh, yeah. I was an extra for a long time. What was the name? Um, <gasps> do think, you recall I think my name a particular was, nurse? Shut up, Chris. What was the name? Yeah, what I was the name? You had the name tag. You know no, it. But they don't – extras, you don't – there's not – I don't yeah, speak. Yeah, we look – and Alicia and I used to come up with – we would be – we'd be like um, Redev in – room 205 I mean we made up extra names all the time but you did you did have a you did have a nurse tag though with the name on it we were just doing no it was before this podcast it was years ago so it would have been season one or two I reckon um I I think it might have been like a I reckon it could have been oh Uh, yeah I knew it was was some there was four syllables and I reckon it was a J but I don't know I can't remember I've got it mum's got the photo I've got to send right. it to her. It was okay. hilarious because they – well, there was a few of us that would come in regularly, so then we would get the actual little tags. Um, and I loved Let it. Let me know. I'll try and find, find the tag on that. It's such a convenient thing, such a good thing. I mean, I wasn't even remotely thinking about acting or anything mm, then. Mm. It was just a good way to earn some extra cash. But I ne- it was not a um, hierarchy set at all. Like you mm, felt always mm. really comfy and you were there for a a real purpose. I think a lot of mm. shows aren't like that. Mm. Yeah. So it's yeah. I mean, we pick out one person that we hate every day and just <laughs> bully them. But just lucky it wasn't me. Yeah. It wasn't <laughs> me. Oh, it wasn't so. Dr. Jane. No. Oh, no. Nurse Jane. Sorry. A nurse. Take it easy. Just don't. I know you love me, but you can't promote me that quick. Like, I can and I will. It's funny, you know how parents do that where they get all of the details wrong and they're like, they're the most listened to radio show in the world. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, we're not. And you're no, like, I, appre- I appreciate you bragging about me, but you've just absolutely g- you wrong fucking on failed. You, you, you fuck with. Like, stop. <laughs> yeah. You're putting out wrong yeah, PR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people are going yeah, to accuse yeah. me of that now. Yeah, shut up, parents, eh? Um, all right, well, if you want to listen to any other shows, thethinkergirls.com.au is where you can find us. Um, I expect Offspring will be out very soon, some point this year, and we'll keep in touch with Jane about the new stuff. Thanks, lovely. It's been unreal.
Thanks, Jane. Bye, chicks. Were you part of this convo and want more? Join our Thinker Girls posse on Facebook, Instagram, or thethinkergirls.com.au. Next week on Thinker Girl, the podcast. Hey guys, it's Georgia Love. I can't wait to catch up with you all next week when I join the Thinker Girls podcast. Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.